Thanks, David, for taking the time to do this. Really appreciate that. Want to start off with the signing of Devin Cooley, goaltender, um, and just basically where you all see him playing this season and how impressive is it to him as an NCAA goaltender to have a save percentage of 927, which is pretty good for, for college hockey and also being a California-born player and what that speaks to the, the, the depth of American-born players and especially coming out of California now. Yeah, looking for, uh, you know, as I said earlier in my remarks, just trying to fill up the cupboard on all all positions in terms of our goaltending future. We've, uh, you know, we've made a commitment to Connor Ingram, we're signing him to a three-year contract, uh, one of the best goalies in the American Hockey League, but we need to get, uh, we need to get deeper and we need to get more prospects. Cooley's, uh, uh, to me, what stands out right away is he's six foot five. And uh, that's a, that's a goaltender that uh, Ben Vanderklok, Dave Rook, our goaltending gurus would really like to a guy to get their hands on. They, they see lots of potential with him. I, I think in the coming season, when we know more, uh, he's either going to be playing in Milwaukee or down in, in, in Florida. Again, we don't know the, the schedules and uh, and that, but again, I'm really happy that we we're able to execute on that and to bring in another goalie prospect in addition to, to Ingram to bolster our depth there. So uh, California kid that who thought who saw that coming, but. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty neat uh, where we're getting all of these uh, these players, but uh, our guys, our scouts have been looking at him for a couple of years and think that uh, this could be a real good signing for us. Thank you. So uh, going on back to the draft here, it's been a long time since this club has had this many picks in the first and second round and even the third having five in the first three rounds, but especially three in the top 42. How much do you salivate at that opportunity to have that many picks, knowing that the draft is still, it's a crapshoot. Sometimes you just don't know what you're going to get and how players will turn out, but knowing the opportunity is there to have some potential players that will obviously be making the NHL roster in, in a few seasons. Salivate is a good word. I'm uh, really excited about it. I, I've really enjoyed the, you know, the previous years here in Nashville and our, our run to the finals and the president's trophy winning our, our division winning some rounds in the in the in the playoffs but uh, you know we have to face reality that the trends have not been good in the last uh, two years I don't think that we're that far off but one of the best areas to improve is through the draft through promoting uh, players that uh, are your younger players it, again we know them a lot better than players that you you, uh, you you trade for and I think if you get around them and put them in your development program in Milwaukee what have you uh, refer again to like the predator way or how we we do things I think we've probably found that we've had a little bit more success doing it that way than maybe uh, sometimes by the by the trade route so I am really excited I was excited about the draft last year with Tomasino at the top and I'm really excited about knowing approximately who we're going to get on our first pick this year and then really believing that our scouts can do a good job and pick a few gems here in the second and third round and if we can uh, do that I think uh, we can get this, this team, this franchise uh, going in the right direction again with uh, not only the quality veterans that we have in our team, but some young players you know, pressing to to uh, to play, you know, real real soon. So you could go from, a, you know, somewhat of an older team right now to a, a younger team in a very short period of time. Uh, thanks, Jeff, for taking the time to do this. So like you said, season came to an abrupt halt for many of these guys uh, in March and kind of a weird time for evaluation as there was opportunities to evaluate players during their, their prospective playoff runs, especially in juniors and in college, things like that. So how did that affect preparation in terms of what your team already saw in a lot of these players and helping to make those decisions and putting orders in the draft board and things like that? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely had an effect. I think what, uh, 
but you know, everybody in the league is in the same boat. So, you know, we, we probably got about 75% of, of our regular scouting season. In. And then what we tried to do from there is that we'd really just tried to simulate kind of the remainder of the, uh, the viewings that we would have had on players. They weren't new games that were, were played, but we tried to kind of get that, um, that bulk of content of viewing that we would normally have on the players. So, our video coordinator, Nick Lebrano, did a really good job in, in, um, in cutting a lot of video on all these players that we're looking at. And we kind of got uh, stockpiled into our into our uh, video system. And, uh, and like I said, we really just tried to, to kind of simulate what we would normally do to kind of uh, um, to kind of just supplement in there the remaining viewings that we normally would have had. And in addition to that, there, there are some prospects um, in Europe and a little bit up in the Quebec League that have have uh, just begun their seasons this year. So you kind of get it, got, you know, a little bit of an added um, added bonus there where I guess you were kind of able to see how these guys looked, you know, a few months later after having gone through their off-season training regiments and whatnot. So, like I said, it, you know, it, certainly a different scenario for everybody, but we really felt that we, uh, you know, were able to use the time um, to the best of our capability, and I think that we'll be well prepared when uh, when next Tuesday rolls around. So, keeping along with the th- the thing with prospects as well, Tolvanen and Trennan uh, going over to the KHL to, until tra- training camp to get them more playing time. How do you see this in terms of preparing them for the upcoming season? And is it one of those things that this organization saw that you, the expectation is there for them to really compete hard for roster spots and wanting them to be as fresh as possible coming into the next season? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, any young player, you, you want them to be playing. You want them to, uh, to, to to keep going here. And I think that it's a great situation for both guys. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, right away, we knew that, that you know, they, they were interested in having him come back. He had, you know, as you all know, he had a lot of success there before he, uh, in his year after we drafted him, before he came over. So that's a good situation for him. Their team... Um, Got shut down a little, uh, for a brief period of time here due to the due to the uh, the pandemic over there. But they're back up going again, and uh, you know, again with, with all the uncertainty of not knowing when when we're going to get going here, I think that these are really good situations for both players because they're, um, you know, I guess if you want to look at it, their uh, their their normal schedule, has, you know, it's. Uh, I guess as, as normal as possible. You know, they, they're, they're back going in September and the fall here and getting into their season. And so hopefully that when they, uh, when we do get going here, when our camp does start, they will hit the ground running and, and have a leg up. I mean, and again, the timing is perfect because we want and need these guys to, uh, to come in and be, and be contributors for us and, and to help, uh, help uh, push our team along here. So I think it's a great situation for both guys. So the success the Milwaukee Admirals had this past season and unfortunately just weren't able to make that big run, but they had tremendous success with a lot of these prospects that could be making that, that jump to the NHL. Just Carl Taylor's done a fantastic job in Milwaukee. What have you guys seen as an organization to that Milwaukee's done to help prepare some of these guys like a Carrier, like a Tolvin and like Pitlick to potentially make that move to be full time in the NHL next season? Yeah, I mean, it, it's very unfortunate what happened there. I mean, the run that they were on um, was great. Like they were, you know, they were um, they're beating teams in all different ways. They were scoring. They were difficult to play against. They uh, they had all the trademarks that you would want from 
from you know organizationally. Uh, the work ethic was good. Uh, so those guys have done a terrific job down there uh, putting things in place. Scott um, Nickel, our general manager down there, they, they, they really put a good program in place and uh, it's been a good environment and a good mixture of uh, some of the veterans that they've had there, but also uh, the young players have developed and come along and taken that next step to the point where those handful of guys that you've talked about, they're, they're on the cusp there, they're, they're ready to push for jobs and I think that, uh, that they will this coming season. Again, they, we need these guys to come onto our team and, and I think a lot of them are ready to do it. So uh, they've, they've done an excellent job there in Milwaukee.